Welcome to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. You've joined a global movement of sales professionals who are dedicated to being authentic and building trust. We call it Selling from the Heart. Together, we are on a mission to bring sincerity and substance to the sales profession we all love. Get ready to be inspired and equipped as we join our hosts, Larry Levine and Daryl Amy. Are you ready to take your career to the next level? One of the best ways we found to do that is to surround yourself with like-hearted sales professionals. And we've heard that saying, you're the sum of the people that you hang out with. Well, if you want to hang out with some sales professionals that also want to take their career to the next level and believe in selling from the heart, we invite you to join us in the Selling from the Heart Insiders Group. This is a weekly gathering of like-hearted, like-minded sales professionals and sales leaders. We truly build community each and every week. One of our favorite things is they're up close and personal with thought leaders, former podcast guests, and people that challenge us to grow in sales. We would like you to join us for our next up close and personal. Just go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash free dash pass. That's sellingfromtheheart.net slash free dash pass. And we look forward to seeing you in the Selling from the Heart Insiders group. Hello, and welcome back to the Selling from the Heart podcast. Your co-host, Daryl Amy, here today with Larry Levine. Uh What's going on, Larry? It's another great day here at Selling from the Heart. Great seeing you. We're going to have a great time with our guests today on the Selling from the Heart podcast. We're smack in the middle of Q4. What what better way to hang out with you, Daryl? I mean, come on. And Hugh Hornsby's in the house. Get ready to be inspired. We're going to have a phenomenal time together today. Larry, this is fun. And, you know, I love the stories that are, are bubbling up about selling from the heart. And they don't all happen from the sales community. This is a great story today. <laughs> no, this is great. I want to give a shout out to Daniel Adams. So I'll, I'll keep this one short. Daniel Adams is in the Kiwanis group in the city that I live in here. And a little bit ago, we're at our club installation. He taps me on the shoulder and he says, you know what? When I go out for a walk, I listen to the Selling from the Heart podcast and I go, come on, you got to be kidding me, right? A Kalanian? He goes, yeah. And he goes, I have my salespeople listening to it as well. Daniel Adams, I appreciate you. You never, I never know who's listening to the podcast, Daryl. That's so phenomenal. And if if you're listening to the podcast and this is your first time, I want to let you know you've joined a growing community of sales professionals all around the world that believe authenticity and trust are the keys to success. And so I love hearing stories like that. We love hearing from our audience. And so um, we encourage you to reach out. This is a really cool community. And, you know, one of the things that's great about Selling from the Heart is we want to keep the community fired up and engaged. And Larry, the way you put together the daily dose of inspiration is such a gift, especially right now here late in the fourth quarter as we finish this year out. Yeah, the the whole idea and the whole premise behind this is just to keep you inspired every single day. So my promise to everybody is these are going to be fresh ideas, fresh thoughts. These are these aren't repeat efforts. I think about these things every single day. I just write about them in a quick blurb and they go out every single day. So get them hot off the press, the daily dose of inspiration (laughs) from none other than Larry Levine at (laughs) sellingfromtheheart.net slash daily. That's selling from the heart dot net slash daily. 
Wow. Speaking of inspiration, we're about to be inspired. I'm thrilled to introduce a friend of ours who truly embodies resilience and leadership. His name is Hugh Hornsby. And from transforming multiple companies with his unique people-based business philosophy to overcoming personal obstacles, Hugh's journey is most, it's incredibly inspiring and it is most instructive. When you hear his story at a young age after suffering a severe head or injury and a diagnosis after that, Hugh adopted a potent philosophy that has been so inspirational to us here at Selling from the Heart, and that is never let anyone hold you back, especially especially you. This philosophy has propelled him to shatter labels, emphasizing the power of heart-driven aspirations. Right now, he's the vice president of sales at Everflow Supplies, and he plays an instrumental role in elevating this regional firm to a national powerhouse. But all through this, he's committed into, to nurturing individual passions and integrating the team into the larger vision. Hugh, it's great to have you here on the Selling from the Heart podcast. Wow. That, <laughs> I, am, I am thrilled to be here with two great friends. Oh, Hugh yeah. Hornsby. It's always great to see Hugh Hornsby. Love it. Absolutely love it. I am so looking forward to this conversation. As we get started, Hugh, you know the question that every guest on the Selling from the Heart podcast answers, and what that is, what does it mean to Hugh to sell from the heart? Yeah, what I love about selling to the heart is it's authenticity. And when I say authenticity, when I started in my career, and I really started at the age of 10, hit my head as a, and became diagnosis and epileptic. And I was being held back um, by many of my teachers. They didn't under, I, think about this, an epileptic with ADHD. Mm. And that was back in the day. They didn't really understand any of that. I'm not sure I did either. So, but what I did know is that my mother said something to me, which was never let anybody hold you back, especially yourself. So when to answer your question, I came across this guy named Larry Levine uh, <laughs> as I was putting together uh, these weekly uh, things for my or so, things for my team because I wanted my team to have a better understanding of people that had been successful, but I didn't want them to share the success they were having. I wanted them to share the things that they had done to get there, mm. and it. When I think about selling to the heart from the heart, I got to know Larry, and it's all about caring and loving. And you, you don't hear that in sales enough. It's about caring for people, uh, and it's not only taking people from where, you know, the ones that are the superstars and taking them from one place to another. But it's about finding people that maybe are stuck, and want to find the opportunity to give back to a community and to invest in themselves. So when I think about selling selling from the heart, I think about investment. Mm -hmm. I think about investing in yourself. I think about giving to others. And I think about a sales community that has really uh, been looked at in a negative way, turning a negative into a positive and becoming that person that you want to be while giving back along the way. So selling to the heart to me is about loving and caring. Mm. Uh, and, and I, 
I mean, I know Hugh really well, and I'm so glad that Hugh brought this to the forefront, is I just want to expand on this real quick, and I know we're going to dive into a really great conversation, but you used two words and used it a couple of times. It's love and caring, and I really believe this, that we all bring love and caring, or at least I hope so, into our personal relationships and those that are near and dear to us. So here's my challenge, whether you're a sales leader, you own a company, you're the president of a company, or you're even a sales professional, I'm going to challenge everybody. What prevents us from bringing love and caring to the forefront in our professional lives? And I know, Hugh, you got an interesting spin on that, but I'm glad that you brought this up, is there's not enough love and caring being brought into the professional world. We just seem to leave it at the doorstep in our personal lives as we go to our professional lives. And, 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 you know, I want to add to that, Larry, because when we start talking about loving and caring, we're talking about loving and caring for other people, right? Well, the first person you have to love and care about is yourself. Yep. And as I see what Daryl and Larry and, and Jackie and what you guys are trying to do uh, as far as offering coaching to people, I think that's one of the most important things people can do is to invest in themselves. But I find too many people, they go through too much certainty and don't really want to invest in themselves. And they miss the first part of it, which is them. Because if you're not taking care of yourself, you can't take care of other people. Yep. So true. And this is uh, this is so core to the philosophy of selling from the heart. The inner work, the work that we do on ourselves, the work we do with coaches, all of it is geared towards developing the heart. And when we show up with heart, with uh, caring and love, great things happen. And a lot of this bridges to what we'd love to unpack with you today, Hugh. And this is your people first philosophy. Larry and I have both had a front row seat to watch you in action and see how you lead. And I think it's a really special way that you lead your team and your people. When you when would you describe for us what the people first philosophy means to you? Well, I I think too many businesses go through life and go through their business only caring about one thing and that's the number. And the number is really important. But when I bring people on, the conversation I typically have with them is that I'm not, I, I don't hire resumes, I hire people. And so I've got people that have come from lawnmowers. Um, I have people that are finished carpenters. I have, you know, they've come from different places, but they want it more and they were stuck. And mm -hmm. what I try to do is to learn on where is it do they want to go? Mm -hmm. and, and I'm all about a burning desire. If they don't have the desire to move forward, they're not the right person. But if they do have the desire and they were stuck, I'm willing to invest in them if they're willing to invest in themselves. So, and, and, and the key when I interview these people, it's okay, here's, here's my deal. My deal is this, if I'm going to bring you on board and I'm going to invest in you, you have to make a decision to become a part of something bigger than yourself. You have to be willing to invest in yourself, but then you have to willing, be willing to invest in others. And when I do this, the biggest thing that I'm going to require from you is that you're going to have to do it for somebody else down the line. Mm. I'm trying to become significant. I'm trying to get them to become significant. And I want them to become a part of a team because what the great thing is about leadership is that all these people are smarter than me in so many ways. 
And if it's just me to tell them exactly what they need to do, it's probably not going to work very well. But if we can get a group of people together in, in more of a group setting or a mastermind setting, we can develop something that's really, really incredibly and powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and our numbers are pretty amazing. You know, when I got here, it was 65 million and in two and a half, three years, I, we were 150 million. And so, and it wasn't because of, it, it wasn't just because of me, it was because these people started to believe in themselves and they started to do things and to give back and to create brands out there that were just amazing. And I always say my job is to work myself out of a job. And I, I believe that today, because if I'm doing my job, I should be able to step back and the company should be able to run and somebody else should be able to come in and take it to the next level. Oh, this is in, and I just, I mean, you know how much I have mad admiration and respect for you, Hugh. And, and there's, there's a lot to unpack there, but this just, as I'm listening to you, this just, it's why I really believe this. If you, as a leader, if you pour into your people, and you lean into your people, they will pour into you, they will give back, and they will become something better than they've ever become. And here's what's interesting. I just have to share this is there'll be times as I'm talking to people just like you, and there'll be times they're saying, you know what, I'm really struggling to find people. And then the first, after I get off the call, the first person I call is Hugh. And Hugh goes, I don't know. He goes, I'm finding people all over the place because people look, because Hugh looks past, like he said, the resume and he looks at the people behind the resume. And, you know, I know Hugh, the people on Hugh's team and the people that he's brought on board may not have had experience based on resume, but they've had that burning desire to succeed. That's what I love about Hugh and good leaders that are out there. They look beyond the resume. Well, and, and Daryl, you'll love this one because you're the numbers guy and you're the process guy. And I love that about you, but there are two things. There's two things that are going to take businesses down. It's time and training your people. Time and training. If you can take care of time and training and you do training on a regular basis and you show people, you know, and teach them how to do things and to become a part of something bigger than themselves, you're going to be successful. But we, there's too many small to medium sized businesses out there today that don't understand those two parts. Mm-hmm. And either they don't know how to do it or they don't know it's important because you start you those businesses get busy being busy if that makes any sense to you and we can't be busy being busy we have to invest in our people and and Larry you're right i can find people i, I don't have any problems finding finding people what i what you do find is a lot of the empty suits as you would call them Larry out there that want to hire people throw them a catalog and see if they stick and if they don't stick to the wall they fire them and go to the next one that's the way, you know what, I've figured that out. And uh, I, w- we, we figured that out. And some of these people that work for me, they are, they're going to be my friends for life. Mm. And, uh, and even when they leave us, um, we have conversations and we talk about what they're doing because I want them. I've always told my people that number one, when, they, when they came here, I took away them non-compete. The only one that has a non-compete with my company is me. 
And I, I don't, you know, I'm not really worried about that one. But the nobody that I hired has a non-compete because as the two of you know, I love my industry quite a bit. And one of the reasons I did this was that I wanted to bring people in and give them opportunities. If we didn't have the opportunity, I wanted them to go somewhere else in the industry to participate in that because it was as big, it was as much about the industry that I'm in than anything else. So, Mm. uh, you know, we, there was, you guys know SWA, but I was at a board meeting one day and this old guy, and he wasn't much older than me, but he was old. (laughs) <laughs> and he said, we, we just, we, we just can't hire people. And I'm like, okay. And nobody wants to come to work here. I said, quietly, I said, do you think you might be having the wrong conversation? <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, then I, the, then I looked at him and I said, do you think you might be looking in all the wrong places? And if there's anything that I can can say to to any of the business people out here, do you think you might be having the wrong conversation? And do you think you might be looking in all the wrong places? Uh, so powerful. These this is such a great conversation, and and we're going to move next into this concept of goals and getting the goals of the company aligned with the goals of the people on your team. And uh, we're going to be rejoined in this conversation with Hugh after a brief word from our sponsors, as well as hearing from our good friend, Catherine Ford, about what it means to her to sell from the heart. Daryl here, and I'm excited to share with you one of the most innovative tools we've come across in a long time. Our partners at Y Institute have developed an amazing platform that helps people discover their Y operating system. It's truly amazing. In 10 minutes or less, you can know why you do what you do, how you bring your why to life, and what people can count on from you. It's truly the first step in self-awareness. If you're a coach or a sales leader who believes in helping your people understand who they are so they can be the best version of themselves, you've got to check this out. All you need to do is go to whyinstitute.com and look for the Y certification page. We'll put the link in the show notes. When you reach out to the Y Institute, let them know you heard about it here on Selling from the Heart, and you'll be on your way to helping your team discover what drives them. Who is Sell from the Heart? I'm all about love and really loving what I do. I truly do love the clients that I work with, and I basically wrap my arms around them and walk their journey with them and it's beautiful partnerships. So I'm all about love and sending and receiving. And it's just really been everything that has led me to the success that I have today. Wow. That just aligns so well with what we were talking about earlier, Catherine. She must've been listening to to our conversation. Uh, I know. I wanted to, I wanted to hug her. (laughs) By the way, if you're listening in and you'd like your smiling face to be on a future episode of selling from the heart, just text the word video to 21,000 that's video to 21,000 and you'll get instructions on how easy it is to send us a video. Hugh, we've been having a great conversation here. And I know one of the things that you're passionate about is making sure that goals get aligned, that the goals of the company and the goals of the individual are in alignment. Talk to us a little bit about that, because I think this is something that a lot of leaders overlook. Well, and I think a lot of leaders overlook goals. 
Oh, and, mm. and and I think a lot of True. salespeople overlook goals. True. So I, I just want to say something. If you don't have your goal written down on a, a card to look at every day, I I would highly encourage you to take a step back and really think through what those personal goals are. Uh, and as a company, you need to do the exact same thing. They, you need to have those goals written down as well. Because when I talk to most of the people that I bring in, I try to figure out where their goals are. And most people don't have them written down. Most people really don't know where it is they want to go. And it's one of the things that I try to work on with my team on a, on a regular basis. But where I think uh, the one of the biggest things that happens within companies is they're, they con- they're concerned about their own girl- goals, but they're mm-hmm. not thinking about the goals of the salesperson or the employee. And if you really want to be impactful and make a difference within your company, sit down with somebody, figure out what their personal goals are, take your professional goals that you have with your corporation and tie them together. And if you can tie them together, now you've got somebody, you're you're showing them how they can work, they can take their personal goals and work with what you have to work towards wherever it is you both want to go. And what I found with that, if you do that, you can really become more impactful than ever before. Because now when you're talking to the person, it's not just about, okay, you're not hitting your number. So you're not making the phone, you're not making the calls you need to make, or you're not doing this and you're not doing that. But if you can have a sit down and have a conversation and kind of rework those together, it becomes pretty impactful. And that person, that salesperson knows that you care. And then the salesperson cares about the company. Mm. But if you don't care about the salesperson or if you don't care about the employee, you know, it's 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 just going to show up. Uh, but I really feel like that a lot of people miss that. And not many people get taught that. And guys, I don't know where I put that whole thing together. It just made sense to me one day. Um, and I, I cannot emphasize that enough. Now, as salespeople, you have a responsibility to the company. And you need to sit down with whoever your leader is and have a conversation and say, okay, this is where I want to go. That Let's talk about where, where you want to go. And let's figure out how, how we can work together. Um, so it's a two-way street. It's, mm-hmm. it's not just top down. It's bottom up. And if you're a salesperson and you don't like what you're hearing, you have a choice to do to, to either perform where you are or go find another play box. And a lot of people forget that, but you do have options. But one of the options you don't have is to be angry and to be mad and to walk around with a negative attitude. Because if you do that, you need to go. Mm-hmm. You're not helping anybody. So mm. anyway, mm. that's. Hey, Hugh, this I, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying. This is fascinating stuff. And and I I'm going to put you on the spot, but um, I know Hugh, so he's going to roll with this. Is <laughs> give 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 us a window into what that conversation might look like. Hey, by the way, I like that drinking cup. Hold that up again. That's right. I just selling caught the that. There you go. Thanks. Best Hugh. kind of coffee. Was, selling from the heart. Uh, coffee, right hey, there. That, that was a good one. But and the hat. <laughs> but, no, but seriously, yeah, I, I like what you and had the book just, and the book. So <laughs> I like what you had just said. Walk us through what that conversation might look like, because you, you know, for some for some salespeople or sales leaders out there going, Hugh, you know, I get this, but 
give me just give us a brief window into how that conversation may start. What's it look like? Give us a window into that a little bit more, if you don't mind, you. Wow. I love that you're bringing that up because I'm writing on that right now. Um, it's it's something that I've been working with a couple of my team members on because they've had a hard time with having those conversations. So, uh, but y- you need to plan, you know, you know, you just don't walk in. First of all, you don't walk into a boss or to somebody that, or HR or whatever it is, and you don't walk in mad. Hmm. That's the last thing you do. You, you sit back, and you figure out what it is that you're asking for. And then you think through it and say, okay, what value is it that I bring? Because a lot of people are going in and saying, hey, I need more money. I'm not making enough money. Well, you know, it, okay, well, what value, what additional value do you bring uh, to, to the table? And how can we have that conversation? And you want to be able to to, to lay all that out before you go in. And I would strongly suggest to talk to a mentor mm-hmm. or somebody and kind of work through it before you go in. But the last thing you want to go in is say, okay, go in mad and think that you're going to get something positive out of it. Because guess what? What what happens when you go in with a negative? You get a negative. That's right. Typically, nine times out of 10. But if you go in with a positive, and you're showing you're showing them all the things that you're doing. Now you're changing the conversation to a conversation. And guess what? You might not get what you want, but at least it, at least you know where you stand. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the biggest things that we we're going through right now with a couple of my teammates is that we're talking about how to ask. And it's not only asking for a, a raise or even talking with somebody that's that uh, you're working for. But it's also asking a client for what you want. Mm-hmm. It's it's all the same things. But you want to make sure that where you, before you're going in, you've done your homework and you're putting things in there of what value that you feel like did you bring into the table? Because that's a different conversation when you have it that way. And when you when you're just going in and you're asking from a negative, you get a negative. Now I'm a firm believer that if you're positive, you're going to get positive. If you're dealing from a negative, and I want to say this to a lot of the salespeople out there and a lot of the people are angry with the bosses they have and everything else. If you're going in from an angry angry standpoint, you're going to get angry back or you're mm-hmm. going to get negative back. But you want to go in positive. And if you can't go in positive, you might not be in the right place. Mm. It's it to me, to me, it's really important to know that because we all have an opportunity in life to go play somewhere else, to, to go, or you have an opportunity to change what's there. And I have done that many times where things have not gone exactly the way I want it to. And I had a couple of choices. I, I could leave or I could take that step back and figure out how do I make it a positive and how, how can I change that culture? And that, that's, that's a fun thing to do. But it always starts with a positive. And I, you'll, my team will tell you when they, when they go negative on me, <laughs> I'll take a step back and say, okay, we're either going positive or then the negative is just not going to work. And yeah. you, or when they get beat up by somebody and I have to go in and kind of intervene, I'm like, okay, 
They're going to the negative. We're going to go to the positive. How are we going to turn it to a positive mm-hmm. so that we can make this work? Because ultimately, it's about you. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, it's about how you feel inside. I, I've got to tell this story, Larry. So, you, you know, Don Green, I, I spent four hours with yeah. Don Green of the Napoleon Hill Foundation. And one of my top guys, Chris King, died in December mm-hmm. uh, or January. And it really, it just tore me apart. And for about three weeks, I was just, you know, everything was bad. And uh, Larry knows that because we had a couple conversations. But uh, I went and two things happened. And I'm very faithful. And I've been mad for three three weeks. And I woke up one night and my mother, who passed away six years ago, was standing on my bed with this other figure behind it. And I, I you know, it was it had to be Jesus. And my mother told me, Hugh, you need this world needs you. The way to go make a difference, you've got mm. so much more to give. You let the negative go and you start you go straight to the positive and the next morning i woke up i was a different person so a week later i go see don green napoleon hill foundation was introduced to him i spent four hours with don and i'm at lunch and i tell don that story and don says uh he looks at me don's 82 years old and talking about wisdom and he said well i challenge you hugh there's something more going on that you need to go find out about. And that was it. (laughs) And we we, lunch was over and he took me to his house, his old house. And, you know, he took me around town and we did all that. And and we talked and, and uh, he looked at me, he said, well, I hope I helped you today. And, and little did he know he really did because he was right. Something more was going on. I had to find that out. Uh, And I had some negative stuff that I had to clean up. Mm. And it, it it was his wisdom, you know, and that was four hours of wisdom because I guarantee you I only got a few words in, but it was four <laughs> hours of wisdom. But I told him that story and he was right. And my mother was right. It was like, and, and all I can say is this, is we're all, we're all going to go through negatives. There are going to be tough times, but you have the opportunity to look down deep. If there's something that's really bothering you, it's from the inside. It's not from the outside. And that's mm-hmm. what Don was saying. Hugh, there's something on the inside that you need to take care of. We all have that unconscious mind. We all go through it. Uh, we have friends, you know, that we pick up the phone and talk to, and that's what's important. Uh, but the bottom line is don't operate from the inside if you're operating from the negative. So one of the things that we have done with our group is we we talk about the positive why, but we talk about the negative why, because there's a negative why that's inside. And the key that I always tell my team is how can we take that negative and turn it into a positive? Mm. And if if you guys know Ruben, yeah. and, mm-hmm. you know, R- Ruben, you know, R- Ruben's gone through a rough, rough road along his life. And that's one of the things I'll always talk about with Ruben. Ruben, we're taking that negative that, that that happened to you back 15 years ago, and we're going to turn into a positive. And if there's anything that I can say is forgive, just forgive. And when I, I, I tell, I tell my team, if you've got something that's down in your gut, you forgive, mm-hmm. you forgive that person. But then the, the next person you have to forgive is yourself. Mm-hmm. And you really forgive yourself. 
So we've all got that one. I'm, my, my, my negative is Randy Townsend. You know, he, he did stuff to me at the age of eight that nobody should have ever done. But I, I wear Randy on my left shoulder when I go in and things get hard. I say, hey, Randy, we're going in. So I don't know if that makes any sense to you. But, and, and it's funny, my two brothers, who's only a year older and a year younger, don't even know who Randy Townsend is. <laughs> hey, you know, th- this is such a great conversation, Daryl. And, and, you know, just as we wrap this up is, you know, one of the things that stuck out that. I, I just got to bring to light is this is why doing the inner work that we mm-hmm. talk about here at selling from the heart is so important. And, and I know Hugh's a big believer in it and so are the salespeople on his team. If you all would be willing to do the inner work, right? You got to open the cupboard into who you right. are, right? You can flip all this negative stuff that happened in the past to positives. If you do the inner work, watch what starts happening to all the outer success you have, right, Daryl? Absolutely. Hugh. What an incredibly great conversation. It's always fun hanging out. I'm glad the whole Selling from the Heart community now has gotten to uh, drink from the fountain of wisdom that is Hugh Hornsby. Thanks for inspiring us today. And I just want to say thank you to the two of you. Because I've, I've gone back over my last two years and I went I went back uh, where I met you and Larry and, and you know, and Daryl and, and, and the way that my life has changed. I, can, I want to say this. Don't do this by yourself, people. Mm-mm. And if you've got a Larry Levine and a Daryl Amy and, a you know, it's it just, you know, I, I can't even tell you the amount of people since I met you guys that have made a positive impact on my life. That's not a mistake. Yeah. And being friends with you are not a mistake. And I just want to say to everybody out there as far as selling from the heart, you know, read it, live it. But don't just read the book. Go out and find your friends, whatever whatever you guys are doing as far as your group selling or whatever. Go out and find some people to help you out and watch your life change. That's so Mm. good. Absolutely love it. Uh, Hugh, you are a true Selling from the Heart champion. So appreciate you. Love you guys. Love to come back sometime. I got some other stories I can tell you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, thank oh, you, Hugh. You're awesome. oh, Larry, I knew this was going to be oh. every time we sit down and talk with Hugh, there's nuggets of wisdom oh. that come out. And uh, this has been an extremely powerful conversation today. No, no, it has. I, so, Hugh dropped stories. I just got to share one quick Hugh story. I'll leave you all the challenge and then we'll wrap this up, Daryl. But there'll be times I like to go out for long walks in the morning. And sometimes, you know, and I enjoy these by myself, but sometimes I go, ah, I don't feel like just being by myself. First person I call is Hugh for one simple reason. I know I can go on a 45 minute walk and have a 45 minute conversation with Hugh Horns. Oh, you're going to get an extra lap or two. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and I know Hugh's backstage and I know Hugh's laughing, but I encourage, I encourage everyone out there. And we talk about this at Selling from the Heart. You got to be willing to go deep. Mm-hmm. Right. If you really want to sell from the heart, you got to understand what's in your heart That's and right. you got to get your mind right. And you got to get your heart right. And there, yeah, there's so there's so much to unpack in this whole conversation with Hugh, Daryl. I love it. And this is what we're all about at Selling from the Heart. And our commitment to you is to bring you people like Hugh Hornsby that are going to inspire you, challenge you, equip you as we're all on this journey. So thank you to everybody who is liking and subscribing to the podcast, and especially to those of you who are leaving reviews 
If you want to stay fired up throughout the fourth quarter and into the new year, and you do want to stay fired up, go to sellingfromtheheart.net slash daily. That's sellingfromtheheart.net slash daily to get a daily dose of inspiration. Larry, this is exciting. We're going to finish this year strong. I'm so thankful to be part of this amazing community of authentic sales professionals. Uh, you know, so am I. And I just can't wait because it's not too much longer before we're going to be trickling out some really good news as we head into the new year. So be prepared. Super exciting. Well, till next time, keep being genuine, keep being authentic, keep building trust, do the inner work to flip the negatives to the positive, And most of all, sell from the heart. Thanks for listening to the Selling from the Heart podcast on the SalesCast Network. If you enjoyed the show, make sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode. We appreciate your encouraging reviews as it helps us spread the word. As always, we would love to connect with you. So look for us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, and your favorite podcast platform. This podcast is produced by our friends at SalesCast. Learn more at www.salescast.co. We look forward to seeing you next time.